Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So can you think of your first draft as more of an exploratory draft or a discovery draft? Because really, that's what you're going to do. You're unearthing the story that lives inside of you, and only when it's all out on the page can you actually start shaping it to match the vision in your head. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's extra special bonus episode, I'm answering questions from you, my listeners. So these are questions people have asked me via email or via the contact form on my website or in my Fiction Writing Made Easy Facebook group. And the questions I'm going to answer today are all over the map. So no matter where you're at in the writing, editing, or publishing process, I think there will be something for you to take away from today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive right in. And our first question comes from Amy. And Amy says, would you be able to talk more about the coming-of-age genre, specifically how to develop a good plot and the aim of the book? And the answer is yes. First of all, this is a great question to ask, Amy. It shows you're thinking about all of the right things. Second of all, if you're writing a coming-of-age story, the very first thing you'll want to do is choose a primary content genre for your story. Now, you might be thinking, I already chose one. It's a coming-of-age book, so it's a worldview story, right? And yes, your internal genre is probably worldview because in worldview stories, the character's worldview is primarily what changes. So they learn to let go of their black and white worldview about something. And as a result, they mature or find meaning in something they didn't find meaning in before. So if you've already been looking at the worldview genre, then you are on the right track. But now you need to choose your primary external genre. So what kind of stuff will actually happen in your story? Is it a romance like Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda? Or is it an action story that's maybe set in a fantasy or dystopian world? Or is it a performance story where your protagonist is trying to win or achieve something specific? Knowing this will help you map out the plot of your entire story. And whatever you choose is what will ultimately help you create the majority of the conflict that your character faces. And that conflict is going to force them to change their worldview or come of age. So for more information on choosing your external genre, go back and listen to episode number two of this podcast. I will link to it in the show notes for easy access, but this is a great question, Amy, and I hope my answer helps. The next question comes from Emmy, and she says, I have a really compelling story idea. I have characters and a full outline that I'm really excited about, but I'm not confident in my writing and my abilities to bring it to life. What should I do? And Emmy, just so you know, I can totally relate to this question, and I'm sure many other authors can too. 
I'm a recovering perfectionist and your question pings that part of my brain. So I'm wondering if you're a perfectionist as well. And if so, I would encourage you to redefine the purpose of a first draft and the entire drafting process. And I say that because you're never going to be able to write the perfect first draft, no matter how much planning or thinking about your story you do. So can you think of your first draft as more of an exploratory draft or a discovery draft? Because really, that's what you're going to do. You're unearthing the story that lives inside of you, and only when it's all out on the page can you actually start shaping it to match the vision in your head. That's just how it goes. Sometimes when I have clients or students who feel like you do, Emmy, we start small with just one scene. So go write one scene and maybe even give yourself a time limit. Write for one hour and make it your goal to finish that one scene, even if there are placeholders for things or maybe some internal logic that doesn't make sense or whatever it is. Just write that one scene and then when you're done, sit with it for a second to see how you feel. You already know it's not going to be perfect because you just did it in less than an hour, right? But it will be something to work with and you might be surprised how good it feels to have that. So maybe just give that exercise a try. I also have three podcast episodes that I want you to go back and listen to, and I will link to them in the show notes for easy access. But the first one is episode number one. So this one's about the number one myth that holds most writers back. And spoiler alert, it pretty much boils down to perfectionism. The second episode I want you to listen to is number 35. So this one's called Three Reasons Why You're Not Writing. And I bet you can relate to at least one of those reasons. And I give some advice for what to do if you're coming up across one of those three roadblocks. And then the third episode I want you to listen to is episode number 45, which is all about imposter syndrome. And this is actually one of the most popular episodes of the podcast. So for all of you listening, if you haven't heard that one, I highly recommend you go check it out. It's episode number 45. And again, I will link to all of these in the show notes. But Emmy, I hope this answers your question. Just hang in there and just start taking small actions because those small actions are going to build up over time and you will eventually gain that confidence that you feel like you're lacking. So good luck and keep me posted on how your writing goes. Okay, the next question we have is from Ben, and he says, I have a story that fits both the thriller and the horror conventions. Is that possible, or would I need to include the conventions for both, or just try to pick the genre that best suits my idea? And this is a great question, Ben. My suggestion would be to just choose one, and you can probably choose one based on your antagonist. So in most cases in a thriller, the protagonist can be reasoned with to some extent. In a horror story, the protagonist is unable to be reasoned with in most cases. There are probably exceptions to each of those guidelines, but in general, that's an easy way to choose between the two genres. Also, you can consider whether your story leans towards your protagonist fighting for survival or if it's about them trying to survive but also bringing the bad guys to justice. So the thriller genre mixes the flavors of action, horror, and crime, where the horror genre doesn't really have that crime element or that in justice versus justice element to it. So I hope that helps, Ben, but really you just want to pick one and then go with that. Okay, the next question comes from Chris and he says, I'm completely new to writing fiction. How rough can I make my first draft? The sage advice seems to be that the first draft should trump all story construction and prose activities, but really I'm wondering how good does it actually need to be? So this is another great question, and Chris, I personally think that you can do a few things to make your draft as good as possible when you're just starting out, but it's still going to need work and revisions once you're done. That's just natural. 
So I think if you know your genre and those key scenes and the conventions of your genre, and if you flesh out your characters, including the internal obstacle that they need to get over by the end of the story, and if you know your theme, and if you stay consistent with your point of view characters, then you're going to be in a lot better shape with your first draft than if you did none of these things. If you work through a scene-by-scene outline before you write, you're probably going to be in even better shape because you'll have worked through some of the plot holes or questions or inconsistencies just by outlining. So beyond all of that, when it comes to the actual quality of your writing, there is no one-size-fits-all answer, but I can tell you what I've seen. So I've seen people write a one-page summary for each scene and just call that their first draft. I've also seen people write scenes with just dialogue and kind of the bigger action of the scene, but not really those smaller actions like body language or any of the micro details. I've seen writers write pieces of scenes in a play-by-play way and then summarize other parts of the scene where maybe they don't quite know how something's going to play out yet. So an example of that is something like a writer might put in parentheses, character X talks to character Y about the girl from class. It's clear that character X has feelings for her, but he's trying to feel character Y out to see if he has feelings too, or something like that. So it's a quick summary of what they know is going to happen, but they might not write it out in detail just yet. So it is kind of up to you and how you actually want to write and how you actually want to think about your first draft. But when in doubt, worry about the construction of the story before the actual words that you write. You do need to write a compelling story before you spend time worrying about your prose. And I can't stress this enough. I actually talked about it for an entire episode. It's episode number 39, and I will put that in the show notes for you. But basically, it all boils down to this. Do whatever you need to do to uncover your story and what it's really about. That's the goal of your first draft. And once you know what your story is all about, then you can worry about writing nice sentences or making things super cohesive or planting those little Easter eggs or whatever you need to do. So I hope that helps, Ben. Great question. When in doubt, focus on the story before the prose. Our last question comes from Shamsi, and she says, do you have any information like the key scenes and conventions of the fairy tale genre? And this is a question I got asked so many times, but in different ways. So people are asking if I have the key scenes and conventions for fairy tales or for dystopian stories or fantasy novels or paranormal romance or science fiction, all of those speculative fiction genres. And my answer is no, I do not have those. And here's why. All of these labels like fairy tales, dystopian, fantasy, sci-fi, paranormal, all of these labels refer to the types of things that will be in the world or the setting of a story. So in fantasy stories, there will be magic and maybe some wizards or magical creatures, and the world will probably be made up, right? In science fiction stories, there will be an emphasis on science and technology, and they usually take place in the future. So these labels refer to setting or what makes up the story world more than anything. They are commercial genres or labels that tell the reader what kind of setting or story world they will experience. But underneath that, every science fiction or fantasy or fairy tale or dystopian story has a content genre that tells us what the story is actually about. So you can write an action story that takes place in a fantasy world. You can write a romance that takes place on a spaceship or on a different planet. You could write a thriller that involves supernatural elements or creatures. You can mix it up however you want to. 
So if you've wondered this question before about the key scenes and conventions of fantasy or science fiction or whatever it is, go listen to episode number two of this podcast to see if you can identify your primary content genre. This will give you the key scenes and conventions that you need to include inside of your fantasy or sci-fi world. So I hope that helps Shamsi and everyone else who is asking this question. I will probably do an entire episode about this soon, so stay tuned for that. And that's it for today's episode. I hope that you got value from this episode and that you enjoyed hearing what other people are struggling with because I bet you could identify with some of these questions as well. And if you have questions of your own, I would love to hear them and potentially answer them on a future episode. So come over to the Fiction Writing Made Easy Facebook community. It's totally free. You can join us there and get into conversations and ask your questions and maybe one of them will end up in one of these bonus episodes in the future. You can also go to savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast, and there is a contact form there that you can drop your questions into if that's easier. So bring me your questions. I'm here to give you the answers that you need inside of these bonus episodes. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.